0: listening to the fish on ted podcast with your host Ted Johnson. Well, hello. This is Ted Johnson with the Fish on Ted podcast. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Obviously, these episodes are up for perpetuity, and if you look back at your calendar, we are recording this on the uh, I think the 12th, the 12th of March 2023, getting started uh, just in some brand new Fishing seasons coming up, springers and that sort of thing in the Northwest, and lots of fish uh, all around this great country of ours. I've been talking to some people in uh, Pennsylvania, sounds like the Shad and Stripers are starting to come up the uh, Chesapeake and into uh, the Northeastern rivers, and they're getting all excited for that season. And uh, so we want to welcome you from wherever part of the world you're at and whatever time. Uh, We just thank you for your listenership, if you may. Well, today I've got a great guest. We're going to talk not only fishing, we're going to ha- talk hunting and uh, his uh, uh, timeline throughout the industry and how he's got where he's at. I'm not going to steal any more of his thunder. He is professional guide Bill Riva. Bill, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, welcome, man. How are you?
1: Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, my pleasure. My my pleasure. It's kind of been a wet week or two, has it not, here and at least in Oregon, it. Uh, I I had a trip uh, scheduled here this next week. It sounds like things are going to be blown out the next couple of days, so we'll have to reschedule yes. something. But uh, yeah, but uh, you you're you're all excited for springer fe- season coming up.
1: Yes, I was actually going to do a shakedown trip myself on Monday, but a half inch of rain does not sound fun, so <laughs> I'm going to pass.
0: That's a, that'd be a quick boat ride, would it not? Now, yes. now, now, Bill, just to introduce you a little bit further. Um, You have recently taken the helm of a uh, company called Top Guides Northwest, uh, based out of southwest Washington. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about Top Guides.
1: Top Guides. Well, I've recently taken over Top Guides, and uh, it is a booking agency, outfitter, Uh uh, somewhere you can come and find the trip that's best for you, whether you want to fish a tributary um, of the Columbia River, you want to fish a river, I mean, there's plenty of rivers up, up north, you know, above the Columbia as well, plenty of right. tributaries, uh, all, all kinds of options for things to do, you know, whether you want to be on the big river or a smaller river or duck hunt or catch sturgeon or salmon, lots of options for for people. So,
0: Oh, that's awesome. And you uh, serve then both sides of the Columbia, both Washington and Oregon?
1: Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we got guides on both sides. So. Ah, very good. Very
0: good. So what, uh, what what's your uh, feeling about the upcoming 2023 Springer season? It sounds like it's going to be a short one again this year, uh, but uh, I guess people are already uh, uh, catching Springers as we speak.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty productive. Uh, similar to last season, um, we had a very good run, and this year's actually going to be even a touch better. So um, anticipating a great year. Uh, especially with how many fish we're seeing caught already. Oh, that's awesome, man.
0: So, so Bill, if we, right. if we turn back the clock just a little bit, you know, uh, growing mm-hmm. up, um, most people, the most guides and outfitters I talk, uh, talk with have had just, a you know, a passion for the outdoors since they were little. Tell us about your growing up and how in the world did you ever, uh, get such a passion for what you
1: do? Right. Um, kind of grew up in my father's footsteps. He has been in the outdoor industry and um, had a big, big purpose with a couple different TV shows. Um, I actually was a butcher for 14, almost 15 years and uh, kept hurting my back. And uh, I always had a passion for the outdoors. It was always, you know, what I did every single day off that I could without getting yelled at from the wife. And right. um, yeah, so, you know, I was trying to figure out how I could create more time to be in the outdoors and more time with my, my hunting dog and all that kind of stuff. And as I kept hurting my back and had to make a career choice, I transitioned into my passion of hunting and fishing and it's kind of taken off and between my bait company and top guides, I think things will be going pretty well.
0: You are an outdoor entrepreneur, my friend. I know that you've been involved with a a lot of different, different things. Now one of the things that you just mentioned that, that you also have a passion not only for fishing but for, for hunting and uh, you're offering what type of hunting trips now?
1: Yeah we'll have, we'll be offering waterfowl trips on the Columbia River and then also up north near Linden. Oh really Washington
0: Wow, wow. well that's, yes. uh, uh, I, I understand I didn't get to get out this year. it was a shame but uh, I understand this was a banner year for duck hunting in, uh, on the west coast.
1: Yeah, it was very good, very good. Uh, I mean, the last few years have been great. So, uh-huh. as long as the migration keeps going the way it has been, I don't think we got anything to complain about. I, you know, I agree. I, I agree.
0: So, kind of back to the Columbia, we're we're bouncing around a little bit here. Do you do you yeah. also fish for some of the other species of fish in the in the uh, uh, in the Columbia?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, we target salmon uh, chinook coho steelhead sockeye i mean pretty much anything that swims up the columbia we're we're chasing them um we also offer shad trips if somebody wants to go and catch crab bait stuff like that or just you know great day with kids yeah yeah. um lots of options for fishing there we also do kokanee trips up at lake merwin oh you do so there's yes so and then and then are you fishing sturgeon at all during the year Yep. Yep. We're doing some catch and release sturgeon. We don't have any, uh, retention for surgeon this year on right. the forecast that we're seeing right now. But, uh, catch and release is always fun to catch a dinosaur and get a good <laughs> picture and send it back. Isn't
0: that the truth? Now for our listeners that are not in the Northwest, you call them dinosaurs because they are one, they look like a dinosaur and two, they're big. What, what's the biggest one that you've ever gotten to the boat?
1: Ooh, biggest one I've ever got. I know there's some guys who've got plenty bigger than me, but I think my biggest is about 10 feet. 10 feet? Uh, what a, I know I know yeah. plenty of guys that got some 15ers. And, really?
0: Wow. Wow. So a 10-foot oh, yeah. sturgeon weighs how much?
1: Ooh, I couldn't even tell you. It's it's hundreds, butcher it. hundreds of there's pounds. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they're
1: very, very big. Right. Very big fish.
0: Right. Wow. Well, very good. Very good. So in in regards to the upcoming season and that sort of thing, you know, when should people be looking to, you know, book their springer trips and then book their, um, you know, uh, late spring and and summer trips that are coming up, Bill?
1: Right. Um, Right now I'm actually taking some bookings. Got a few left for um, the Columbia season that ends April 7th. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, then we kind of transition into the Multnomah Channel um, until the end of April. Then yeah. we transition up to the Wind River. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, we're we're open all the way until till July. So lot, lots of opportunity over there, and lots of fish to be around. Great summer run coming back for summer Chinooks. I mean, kind of take your pick all the way from April to to the end of May. It's going to be tremendous fishing. So R-
0: right. Right. And on the West coast, we sort of took a blow this year, didn't we? I mean, where we can't uh, go fishing for, uh, Kings or Chinook in the salt. And so that, uh, gives, uh, people, uh, an, an opportunity to look at catching them in freshwater, right?
1: Yes, very much so. Yeah. With great runs coming back too. It'll, it'll be great.
0: It actually will. It actually will. So yes. in, in, are you, are you still guiding yourself or you have other guides that are working for you? What, uh, um, what are you, what are you doing now with top guide?
1: I'm guiding myself running a bait company and then, uh, got some guides as well. So top guide is just kind of being transitioned right now Uh-huh. and, uh, just trying to get it to where we want it and, and, uh, get the right people where we need. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's been around. It's the, the name's been around for quite some time. And so it's exciting it that, uh, that you're uh, getting involved and, and, uh, uh, breathing a little bit of a uh, of, of wind into that fire, if you may. Now, uh, in, yeah. in in regards to you know a, a typical experience on the water with you guys, if somebody was to book a trip, what uh, what kind of goes on blow by blow during the day?
1: Uh, if somebody used to book a trip, um, like like on the
0: trip. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They show up the the marina yeah. the dock. Now what? Right
1: yep show up to the marina's dock. they got their valid fishing license. We do a safety check um i I pick up a rod and reel kind of go over you know how they're gonna be using my equipment um all that kind of stuff, how they use the rod stations, where all the safety gear is uh we proceed on our trip um, yeah okay and then, and, Come then, back.
0: <laughs> yeah. and then at, at that point depending yeah. on what they paid for in the trip right I mean it's either like a whole day or a half a day. Um, and if you limit out early, then that's good for everybody.
1: Right. Yeah. I think you might want to put a clap on that one, Ted. I don't really know. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Not a, not a problem. We'll we'll edit, we'll edit that out. Um, so, so Bill personally, I mean, um, uh, being involved in the industry, have, have you fished other locations also?
1: I have I have I just like fishing close to home Great. any any time I can sleep in my own bed as opposed to sleeping in a hotel room I, I yeah. choose that so Yeah so uh, I try to stay as local as possible
0: Right but in your spare time when you're just kind of knocking around for a bill um have you been to Alaska or any other country if you may to
1: Absolutely mm-hmm. Yeah fishing in Mexico uh, for rooster fish is probably my favorite to be honest with you Yeah um even though I've only done it once uh, you know, whether fishing in Alaska, all of it's great. Great. Yeah. yeah. deep sea fishing in Alaska. It's all, all good.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, rooster fishing is an incre- incredible opportunity. If, if you ever get a chance to do it, where, where, where'd you fish for roosters in Cabo or something?
1: Yeah. In Cabo. Yep. Yeah, yeah Right we- up the surf. That's pretty fun. Have you done that?
0: You know, I haven't done that. I've, I've rented pangas and, and, uh, um, if, if that's what you're talking about in fish for roosters, yep. yep. I got, uh, absolutely. I got a pig of a rooster, man. It was just incredible. But you know, the toughest thing for me, and as a guide, you're going to laugh is that having that guy yelling in Spanish, don't set the hook, don't set the hook. Because if you set the hook too quickly on those roosters, you never get a pull back, do you? I mean, it's, it's gone. Right.
1: Yep. They got to wait, you got to wait five to 10 seconds and they're pretty adamant about it. Yeah.
0: Yes, they are. And, and if you set the hook any sooner than that, you're pulling it right out of their mouth. I mean, it's the weirdest thing, but, uh, you know, if you, if you, if you follow their instructions, um, and then, uh, pull back on that thing, it's game on. Those things are, they'll fight you all the way to the boat.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're pound for pound, very hard fighting fish. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be
0: darned. Oh. And, and then you said you've been up to Alaska. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. My wife's from Alaska, so we try to visit every summer or so and oh, that's cool. go and get on in on the Sautage yeah. Red Action and okay. Yeah. Where where's fun? From?
0: Yeah, where's she from, Bill?
1: She's from Eagle River.
0: Eagle where where is that?
1: Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's an hour and fifteen minutes north of Anchorage.
0: Oh it is. Oh okay. okay yes. So yeah. So you're in the midst of. I'm trying to remember some of the names of those rivers up there, but they've got some great king fishing um, uh, uh, above Anchorage. or At least they used to.
1: Right. We're mainly fishing the Kenai, uh uh-huh. and just just getting reds out of there, or going and fishing the Russian river. Yeah. 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 Well.
0: well yeah. Well that's there's a family. Uh-huh. And Kenai's a cool hit.
1: Place. All the breweries, you know.
0: <laughs> there's a bunch of them up there in there. There is a bunch. yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I I read a study one time, sort of along these lines, that uh, the uh, state with the highest consumption of ice cream is Alaska. And I, I, really? yeah, I shook my head at that. I mean, it was just, I mean, it wasn't just nip and tuck with, like, California. It was just blowing them out of the water per gallon per capita in the state of Alaska. They, they eat more ice oh, wow. cream than anybody else, and I don't understand it. But they also got a lot of breweries out there. Yeah. But, I would have never thought. Yeah. So, so where did you where did you grow up, Bill? Was it uh, in in Washington? Is that what you were telling me?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I grew up in Vancouver on the east side of, east side of Vancouver. Okay. In Washington, yeah. Okay,
0: and uh, that's obviously real close to uh, to to the Portland Airport. Um, you, yes, yes, it yeah, is. Is it sort of out by Camas? Is that where you're at?
1: Y- yes uh yeah Vancouver's pretty close to Camas. Uh uh-huh. that's kind of where I grew up fishing and um kind of got me started so
0: Yeah did now did you when when you started fishing as a as a youngster was it primarily salmon fishing or what uh what did you chase around
1: No I mean you know you always get started off at a little pole and trout fishing and my dad did a lot of bass fishing he was a pro circuit bass fisherman and really? so I kind of got to dabble with all of it but um you know, as I started hitting about 12, 13 or so, it really, really transitioned hard uh, to salmon fishing and pretty much solely salmon fishing and hasn't really changed too much since. Don't get me wrong. You know, I chased sturgeon and just did some cocaine and stuff, but it's probably nine to one salmon fishing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. There, there's something about that fish, man. I mean, and the Chinook, you know, pulling deep and, and, uh, it, it it it's addicting, is it not?
1: Oh, very much so. Yeah.
0: Now you said your dad fished professionally, is that right?
1: Yeah, he did some some uh, pro circuit bass fishing. Uh huh. Um, I wouldn't say he was a top dog by any means, but you know he gave his he gave a shot and did pretty well while he was while he was touring.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, just up and down the west coast, or was he national?
1: Yeah, just up and down the west coast for as far as I know. Um he was doing a lot of that out of California and whatnot when yeah. he was living down there, and then um, came up to Walla Walla, where I was born, and then um, owned a Nixon's Marine. Oh, really? And sold bass boats over at skeeter bass boats over there. Yeah. And uh, then we moved over to Vancouver, and our life started over here. Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll be darned. Well, that. Uh... Uh, so you you started life in Walla Walla, Washington, the home of the Walla Walla, Walla, Walla onion, right?
1: That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: I've been through that country quite a bit, and uh, it uh, you've, you've got you've got a lot of uh, opportunity for hunting and fishing. How old were you when you left Walla Walla?
1: Oh, just a couple years old. Oh, to be honest, man. I, yeah. I kind of wish I would have stayed at, at some points, just because they have such great waterfowl hunting and big game right. hunting and on that side of the state, but yeah. Yeah.
0: So it, that's okay. It, yeah. So waterfowl hunting are, um, over, I, I didn't realize that uh, um, uh, the walla walla was also a part of that flyway, but I guess it is,
1: isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. They have very, very good waterfowl hunting over there. I'll be darned.
0: Now you have a, you have a, you, it sounds like you had a dog from the, when we first started talking. I do. We were dog. What do you got?
1: I do. I have, a, I have a golden retriever named rooster, like rooster. chicken. Really? Or like a yeah. fish, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go.
0: Oh, uh, cool. How old's rooster?
1: Rooster just turned four. He's, uh-huh. he's pretty sweet boy. If uh, you run on any trips with me, whether you're hunting or fishing, you're going to, you're going to see rooster in the boat with you. So.
0: Oh, really? Oh, okay.
1: He's, he's, he's my deckhand. He's my buddy.
0: Yeah. I think I saw him on one of the videos that you shared with me, uh, a while back. He looks like a, uh, he's a beautiful dog and look, looks like uh, yes. he knows what he's doing in the boat too.
1: Yeah. Nice, nice dark golden yeah. sweet boy. I love training with him and he's, he's a good dog. Very yeah. good dog.
0: There's nothing like being in a duck line and watching the dogs work, man. That is so cool. You know, when, when that all uh, comes together.
1: Yes, absolutely. I've had multiple clients just, it's, you know, I take it for granted at times and, you know, I have people come in that, you know, aren't used to seeing a dog work that well. And, um, they're, they're pretty impressed. It's, it's cool to see how impressed they are and makes me re impressed, I guess, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's good. It's pretty cool. I mean, even on fishing trips, it's people seem to really enjoy just being around them and, um, having him either for social, you know, until a rod bends or, or right. flies by or, whatever yeah. happens. So
0: I'll I'll be doing. No, that's, that's cool. So personally, I mean, would, uh, in, in regards to duck hunting and that sort of thing, do you, would you rather duck hunt or, or goose hunt?
1: Ooh, that's a good one too. I've always been kind of more of a goose guy, really? but uh goose opportunity on this side of the state is not nearly as much. Yeah. Unless you have property, which is pretty hard to come by. Right. Um, so yeah, I'd say anymore, I'm more of a duck guy, but I, I sure like a good goose shoot. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, <laughs> uh, it's quite a treat. So.
0: Yeah, I've done a I've done a little of that. I was down, um, went to my most recent trip, which has been a number of years ago now, was down in uh, Klamath Falls. And uh, we yep. had uh, the, the coffins out in the field. If you don't know what that is, they also call them boats. I call them coffins because you're laying down. And uh, we had, good Lord. I think the, at, the, at the end of the day, we had like 400 birds come in. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life, you know. And
1: uh, we Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah,
0: I mean, we we, we uh, had a little bit of shooting in the morning, but uh, nothing compared to what happened about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And
1: uh, we, Well, and I've never hunted Klamath Falls, but I've hunted Summer Lake a lot, which oh, yeah. is just north of us. The... Yeah? yeah?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a, that's a great fish or a uh, hunting location also
1: it is sounds like a war zone i can tell you that much
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah especially opening day holy smokes there's not a yeah to fly that didn't have a little lead in their butt you know
1: but, yep <laughs> yep no kidding
0: so so you when you when you goose hunt do you hunt uh canadians uh, snow geese both
1: Nope, we're just just Canadians. Uh, you you know, if you were to jump in with Gage up north and Linden, you know, you might get into a snow or two, but uh-huh. um, for the most part, you're just going to see the Canadians.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, and and what was what was the limit this year?
1: Uh, the limits they haven't been made yet, but last year they switched it from four Canadian geese to three, at least in my area, the two way inland area. So yeah. It'll be interesting to see what comes out on the regs this next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll be I'll be darn. Well three is I mean, yeah three is still reasonable. Good lord. You know, you get three big geese and what are you gonna do? Absolutely. Gonna it's do with all still that, good opportunity. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yes. And then, uh, and then yeah. duck, duck this year in your area, or, or was was what five? Is that what I remember?
1: No, actually, that's we have a such a great limit over here in Washington. Um, we we get seven, we shoot seven greenheads, no more than two hen mallards, no more than one pintail, uh-huh. two scops. Yeah, it's uh we we have great limits, great limits over here compared to the rest of the country.
0: Right, right. Uh, but it sounds From, like you have to go to a, an identification class to figure all that out.
1: Yeah, yeah. It takes many years, you know, of watching them fly and all of that to be able to pick them out in the air. And yes.
0: Yeah, very, very good. Very good. Know what's going on. Well, Bill, Ben, I want to yeah. thank you for being part of the podcast today. It, uh, this has been very informational, and it's great to hear that, um, you know, you're expanding in uh, your part of the world. Um, if somebody wanted to reach you, how do they do that?
1: Yeah, they can get on uh, Top Guides. Northwest.com. Uh-huh. Um, they can give me a call at 360-270-6618. Uh-huh. Um, those would probably be the best ways to reach me. Got it. Got it. Well, very
0: good. Well, Hey man, I wish you the absolute best year ever and what's coming up in 2023. It'll be interesting to see what uh, comes about, but gosh, the indicators are sure out there, you know, for the sportsman that likes the outdoors, this is going to be another banner year.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm very much looking forward to it.
0: Very good. Bill, thanks for being a guest. Tight lines to you. And again, I uh, appreciate your time.
1: Thanks, Ted.